Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. White being chased, throws in the flat, passes complete to Clayton, first down and then some. Goodbye, Mark Clayton! To the 10, to the 5, touchdown Oklahoma! Incredible! Play action, Knight's going to go long, down the sideline, oh what a catch, touchdown! Absolute stud, Mark Clayton. We got nine days to, uh, to Oklahoma football kicking off. Trying to, yeah, uh, we do have nine days. I was just trying to think of the the number one highlight real play of the Mark Clayton era at OU. And we let off the show today talking about how deadly he was after the catch. Mm-hmm. Maybe the best we've ever seen after the catch wearing an OU uniform. I obviously think of the Colorado game, the highlight that just played. I think of the play he made against Texas in 03. Remember on the sideline, he makes, I don't know how many people mm-hmm. miss. He didn't score a touchdown on that play. But it, it feels like the, the two, three most recognizable plays he has is catching the ball short and getting 30, 35 or more yards after the catch. Yeah. Just had, had a knack for it. You know what's funny? When I think of Mark Clayton at OU, you know what I – is just like burned into my brain black cleats because we wore black cleats all 2003 and I just for whatever reason I just remember him making all his moves get like all everyone his, else had black cleats right yeah but you remember his black cleats I, over I everyone just, else's well it just sticks out in my mind whenever I think about uh Mark Clayton's like highlights and stuff i I just think about because have has OU worn black cleats since then? Uh well, they've got what because the, we the, started it with the throwback, and Coach Tuso, I just remember him saying, "Those black cleats look good. I think we'll just wear black cleats the rest of the season." And I was like, "Okay," and they did look cool. I thought they looked great. When then like oh four, they just I have no idea when they switched away from from black. I don't cleats. either. But for whatever reason, I just I whenever I think of Mark Clayton making. Catches and highlights and plays, I just picture him with the black cleats on, and it's funny because it's it is it's not what we see anymore. And we only I think it was only a one year thing, I think, unless huh. they were, didn't. I, I did not too. think that was the memory that was going to come to mind for you. Well, but it it's was just it was a unique, no doubt. It's just a um, it's not necessarily the memory. It's just a a funny little side piece of it that like I don't know. It I thought that. I thought they looked really cool. The black cleats did. Speaking of number nine, OU was picked to finish ninth in the Big 12 today by a CBS college football analyst. And he gets, like, paid in everything for his job. It's crazy. Huh. He's been on this radio show before. Barrett Salee of CBS picked OU to finish ninth in the Big 12 this upcoming season. Now – We've we've seen some questionable predictions on this team and have made fun of those questionable predictions. I've seen two, uh, what four 
predictions for the Texas Bowl on December 27th so far this week. But for someone to pick OU to finish ninth in the conference, Barrett Salee is basically saying, he's not basically saying, he is saying, they're going to be worse than last year, and they're going to be fighting just to make a bowl game in year two. Right. That is one hell of a prediction there by Barrett. Um, huh. Yeah, that is. Really need some explanation on that one, please. I'm trying to think. So if we finish ninth, it means there's there's five teams that would be worse than us. Who are the five teams that are going to be worse than us? Iowa State. Yeah. Houston. Yeah. Uh, Kansas. Then Oklahoma State and Te- I, I I don't West know West Virginia. I, I'm I I couldn't. I, I tried for ten seconds to get to a place where OU could finish ninth in the in the conference, but I I, I can't I can't get there. Yeah, I had a hard time getting to where uh, Dennis Dodd has OU picked to finish seventh in the conference this year. That one really surprised me. They had eight of their experts. I'm using quotations for experts over there at CBS. One of them has OU picked seventh. The other one has OU picked to finish ninth. Seven out of the eight, of course, have Texas winning the Big 12 this year. One has OU winning the conference this season. Well, I mean, it's interesting. Four of the eight have OU picked as the most overrated team in the conference. We were six and seven last year, which was atrocious. And we were seventh, which I know there's more teams now, but... um, West Virginia was ninth last year at five and seven. Iowa State was four and eight. I think you probably have to be in that same ballpark, right, to finish ninth. Well, I mean, he's saying that they're a fringe bowl team. They're a five or a six win team this year yeah. in, in the Big Twelve. Well, really, I mean, that's just um that's just Big Twelve standings. So he thinks they're going to win, I'm guessing. Maybe he thinks they're going two and one in non conference play. I don't know. But basically, if he's picking OU to finish ninth, he thinks they're probably starting three and O, and then going like what three and six the rest of the way, like they did three and six, yeah. two, two and two and seven the rest of the way. That is a heck of a prediction when they're going to be favored in eleven to twelve football games this year. Well, here's what it goes back to. Um, I, I mean, I understand that the predictions for Oklahoma this year are going to be all over the map. I get that, but. I think it goes it goes back to I bet he didn't even look at Oklahoma's schedule. Nah, that'd take too much work. No chance. Because you just I don't know how you find that many losses on here. Arkansas State, SMU, Tulsa, which I'll I will I'll hand it that SMU is a more difficult game than I think maybe some people uh, think it is. Um at Cincinnati I'll I'll hand it that that's a a more difficult game than I think people believe it is. Iowa State, I have a hard time with what all's gone on with them. It's going to be a tough year for them. I think it's going to be a really tough year for them. They can rally and play really well against one team that maybe they're a huge underdog to, but outside that, nah. I'll say this. If if we go 6-7 and this year, like forget about what everyone says, like, you know, People are going to be pissed, obviously. But six and seven this year is not the same as six and seven last year. 
six and seven this year is leaps and bounds worse than That's six what I'm and saying. seven. You, you last would have year. to be a worse football team than you were last year. You'd have to take a step back, By a rather far. large step back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, here's what they say for most overrated team OU. Again, four of the eight, half of them, half of the experts think so is the most overrated team in the league. The Brent Venables era in Oklahoma started with high hopes, but the first season ended with a thud. The Sooners finished 6-7 and seven overall, but the expectations are high again this year. Texas is the favorite, but Oklahoma is in the preseason rankings and among the teams expected to challenge. I'm not fully buying into that, at least not yet. Venables still has to show he can get this team to play up to that level. Huh. Which, okay, does Venable still have to show he can get the team to play at that level? Yeah, that's a fair point, but that's that's it for picking them ninth and seventh in the in the conference this year? Yeah, well, hey, I, I don't have much of a rebuttal because we went six and seven last year. You can't really fire back a whole lot at at people that don't have you picked to do much because you went six and seven. Yeah, but ninth in the conference is a little bit ridiculous. That's that's kind of the point. Like if you don't want to pick them in the conference championship game, like that's I, like I'm okay with that. But picking them ninth in 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 this league, I think that's okay. But it's stupid. Yeah, that's, that's it's trying stupid. it's trying to get a response. Um, but hey, bring it on! I give give us all of the the horrible picks that you want. Which, you know, it just it, it pisses me off so much more about last season because, I, and I'm not trying to convince anyone that we were some good football team last year. I'm not. But I'm so frustrated the way that this team played down the stretch. Like, I could even, I'll, I'll give you the Kansas State, the TCU, and the Texas loss. Baylor game, you should not lose to Baylor. West Virginia, that should was, not lose to West Virginia. Loss. Texas Tech should not lose to Texas Tech. Um, you know, the Florida State situation kind of was, I mean, not to say that you should have lost to them, but they had a lot of excitement. They had all of their star players back and excited to be playing against Oklahoma in the Cheez-It Bowl. Um, we had a bunch of guys out. I mean, it's harder to make a case that we should have won that that one, but we should not have lost to Baylor, West Virginia, and Texas Tech. We're a better football team than all three of those teams. It, it you know it does us it doesn't do us any good now. But I guess what I'm saying is, you you have to take the lumps with going six and seven. But I think people that look back at that record and it's just. We're, we weren't as bad as that appears. Now, we earned that record. I'm not saying that – I guess what I'm saying, like, even the pieces that are going to be playing on this this squad um, that weren't on last year's, like, I don't know. You should project it pretty far forward off of what happened last year. But I get it. Here's his uh, game. But he's got an OU pick to finish ninth in the conference this year. Here's where he got. Uh, went over Arkansas State, went over SMU, went over Tulsa. Lost at Cincinnati, went at Iowa State, or went at home against Iowa State. Lost to Texas, lost to UCF. Uh, went at Kansas, went at OSU, went against West Virginia. Lost at BYU, win against TCU. That's a 7-5 and five season, 4-5 and five in conference. How does 5-4 and four in Comp or oh four and f- 
Is that four and five in conference? Get you in ninth place? Okay. I guess he did it game by game. But four and five in conference, I thought, would get you a little bit higher than ninth in the league next year. Uh, I don't know. You must have a lot of people at five and four in front of him. It, it's hard to – I guess it's hard to gauge that with with the new numbers. And um, Oklahoma State was fifth last year, and they were four and five in conference. Uh, here's a good text from the 405. Please tell me why everyone is needing to wait and see before being sold on OU, yet they are sold on Texas being back when they have consistently had their Tech's ass handed to them by teams like Tech, Baylor, OSU, TCU, et cetera. I, there's no answer to that. I, it's it's a totally legitimate question. Um, it goes back to what I was saying on Tuesday. I'm beginning to believe that it's paid propaganda because like there there's no history. There's 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 just nothing to go off of. I mean, Texas was a five and seven football team two years ago, and I don't think it stopped anyone from picking them to be really good last year. Right? Weren't they picked to be really good last year? And this year, it's just more piling on. I think it's paid propaganda. It has to be. I don't know what else it could be. The Athletic also had their Big 12. This is uh, this is Big 12 Predictions Week is what it is. Stuart Mandel, old Stewie, he's got OU at 9-3, and 6-3 and three in conference, and third place. Did he not have OU outside the top 25 to start the year? I think so. So now he has them going 9-3. and three. Ah, we called that one from a mile away, didn't we? Yeah. Get some uh, generated uh, attention. Get some clicks on it, saying OU. I don't have them. I don't have OU. I don't have OU in my top way too early top twenty-five. Yeah. I don't think they're a top twenty-five team. And then we get nine days away. Oh yeah, there'll be a nine to three team this year. Oldest trick in the book. You know what we should do? We should put out a preseason top twenty-five sports writers list, and. Uh, and go through and, and just rank everyone. I don't know who would be number one. I I could give you twenty through twenty five, but just just like sports writer list, not like sports media guys. Nationally. Sports media guys. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I mean I, Joe, guess I like Joe Clatt a lot. He might be my my number one. Joe Clatt, maybe number one. I don't know. How'd I miss the top twenty five? Gonna have a cocktail. How'd I miss it? <laughs> Cowherd would not be in the top twenty five. Oh man, mm. I. I don't know. It, it's I'm I'm. There's plenty of things to be excited about with Oklahoma, especially whenever you compare it to last year. For example, like just take a look at our defensive line. Starting at the the defensive ends last year were were Reggie Grimes and Ethan Downs. Right, they're still here. They've got another year under their belt. They're more experienced. Grimes is a senior. Uh, Ethan Downs is a junior. The, like those aren't the, those aren't starters. You know, like we are, we're far more advanced on the defensive line just alone than we were a season ago. I mean, and you look look at pretty much every other position defensively is the same way. Now they have to go out there and, and get the results, but. I mean, it, it really shouldn't be close. No, I don't think it. I don't think it will be. But everyone uh, nationally has got groupthink. I what there was a there was another poll today that had OU uh, twenty three, which is not too far yeah. off where they are in the AP poll. But I just I haven't seen anyone nationally that has 
a different opinion on OU rather than they're going to be an eight and four, nine and three team or yeah. worse. Like no one's really going out on a ledge and saying, "Hey, they, I don't know." Like way I've looked at it, they're going to be a lot better with a manageable schedule, a team that's ran the league. You're not hearing anyone go out on that limb. Yeah, everyone's just kind of rolling with the same opinion. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Let me ask you a question, and you can think about it over the break because I'm looking at the AP top 25 preseason top 25 the top 10 schools and i want to know how many schools do we have a better quarterback than they do that are in the top 10 Ooh, okay let me look over that list in the ap poll in the ap poll just to kind of see because that's going to be a big part of it like if you want to be in the top 10 at the end of the year you're going to have to have some really good quarterback play so we'll take a look at that and, and talk about it next quick time out we'll be back Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. At Lander's CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve. Make this the summer event with our best offers, like $9,000 off 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee L or lease a 2023 Jeep Renegade for $299 a month. Lander's CDJR of Norman, driven to serve. Attention all Sooner fans. Don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at $400, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit Soonersports.com slash commit23. That's Soonersports.com slash commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner! At Lander's CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve, and we're giving our best offers this summer, like $15,000 off a 2023 Ram 1500 or $8,250 off a 2023 Ram 2500. Make this the summer event at Lander's CDJR of Norman. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The world is full of anchors. Meant to keep you in place. But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them.
So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about. We'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. What a bomb. What a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. But it has started a national debate over pimento cheese. T.J. hates it, but he admittedly hasn't had it since he was about 10 years old. So, bravely, he has agreed to not only try it again, but he went and bought it. Like, at his own personal expense. All right, so, what's the plan here? Well, just put some on a Ritz cracker. I'm ready if you're ready, T.J. I'm ready. You feel confident that you're ready to render a verdict? I am. Go ahead. That's a dadgum good stuff stuff right there oh my heaven wow that does not taste like what i remember tasting like one of the great upsets in radio history Uh, t-row and tj weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m on the home of sooner fans the ref sports radio network The Riverway Casino and Hotel, bringing you this hour of The Rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, we're in studio today, and the question was, how many teams in the AP preseason top ten have a better quarterback, will have a better quarterback than Dylan Gabriel in 2023? What what did you say? Better quarterback right now, or will have a better quarterback this year? Just this year, yeah. Who do you project right now? Is going to have a better okay. quarterback this season than, than we I have. guess I don't know what my expectations were going into this, but I only I really only found two definites like on this list that are that are better than Dylan Gabriel. USC's at six. Caleb Williams is better, and then uh, Washington is at ten with Michael Penix Jr. Then there's a lot of question marks, right? Right. Um, I like Jordan Travis at Florida State. I think he's I think he's a good quarterback. Is he without a doubt better than Dylan Gabriel? I I don't I don't I don't know if I'd go. I guess I'd give a slight edge to Jordan Travis. I just I don't think that that's an automatic yes. Right, on that I one. I agree with that. Jaden Daniels again. I I like him. He had a really good year last year. I'd probably give the edge to him as well, but I don't think it's some huge gap. So I guess there's four out of the ten that I'll either give a absolute yes to or at least a slight edge. Everyone else, like Drew Aller at Penn State, I think he'll have a nice year, but that's that's kind of unknown, right? Club Nick at Cle- uh, Club Clemson. Nick at Clemson, like still got to prove it. Whoever Bama starts, um, McCord is it McCord at Ohio State? We know what Michigan has, and we're unsure about what Georgia has. So, if you just want me to put a number where he would rank in these quarterbacks AP top ten. I might put him at number six on this list out of AP top ten teams. How yep. do you feel about that? Well, it, it's interesting. Um, it, it's it's hard to say. Uh, I guess I look at it and I say defense is going to be better. Right? They're, I expect them to be much improved over what they were a year ago. Um, I think the offensive line is trending in a really nice direction. I think we're going to be fine at the running back position. Now, after that, tight end, I think we're good with Stogner, but what does our depth look like? Wide receiver, I'm cautiously optimistic. And quarterback, 
I think everyone agrees Dylan Gabriel has to be better than he was a year ago. I Yeah. If you get all of those things, I feel like Oklahoma should be should be trending around a top 10 team. Because I think Dylan Gabriel can be on the level of most of the quarterbacks, at least, that are on this list in the top ten. We, we've said this a few times, but it's true nine days um, before kickoff. Like, the expectations that we have of this team, like, is Dylan Gabriel good enough to carry this team to a national championship? No, he's not. Right. But is he good enough to win 10-11 games in the regular season and win a Big 12 championship? The answer to that is absolutely yes. I think so. He's good enough to do that. Because when I look at this top 25 list, all I see is Texas, Kansas State, and TCU from the Big 12 on there. 918, I feel most of those schools would absolutely trade their unproven quarterbacks for DG, probably aside from the four that you mentioned, Tyler. Well, I don't know. I, you know Some of those I, are younger guys, so that's kind of hard to evaluate. Georgia's got a five-star kid in Beck that apparently everyone Penn loves. Penn State likes their quarterback. Ohio State's got Gary McCord, who's But in just like a, a one-year sample size, like a, a one-year – yeah, yeah, maybe. At least I think a, a couple of them would. Yeah. If, if, we, get, if we get a an improved Dylan Gabriel – then I think this team can be really dangerous. I I don't think they're like right now. I wouldn't I wouldn't say they're even college football playoff material. But I because your limiting factor I think is is Dylan Gabriel's play. If you put a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback on this football team, well then let's start talking about something, right? Like if if Kyler Murray's out there. And I know what I get out of Kyler. We're we're all of a sudden having a different conversation. But Dylan Gabriel's he's got some limitations, and that's fine. But I still believe that if you get if you get better play out of him, and it doesn't have to be like shockingly better play. Just if you get better play out of him. I think this can be a really dangerous team. Recruiting Doomer 2, guys, take off your crimson-colored glasses. Gabriel is terrible. Jackson Arnold will be starting before the end of the season. Mark it down. Well. It's not a 0% chance that Jackson Arnold right. can't be starting by the end of the year. I would just say this, and it kind of builds off the point that you just made. I think when you when you look at the season, look at who's better, there, there's a lot of – I think there's a lot of things in Dylan Gabriel's favor. He's going to start the year, but I think there's a lot of things in favor for him to keep the job all the way throughout the year. And we mention the schedule all the time, but you apparently like the offensive line. You think they're trending well. The run game, just the overall situation around with the opponents on the schedule. I think there's a lot of of things pointing to me that Gabriel's going to start game one and he's going to start the last game of the year too. Everything else in between. Well, here's the thing. Dylan Gabriel is not terrible. He's not. He threw for over 3,000 yards last year, threw for 25 touchdowns to just six interceptions, um, completed 62% of his passes. He's not terrible. He's not a Heisman Trophy guy. He's not Kyler Murray. He's not Hurts. He's not Baker Mayfield, but he's not terrible. And... It's really ridiculous to to claim that. The guy's most likely going to be a top 10 
you know, all-time passing yards in college football. Like, you don't do that by being terrible. He's not someone that you project to be a first-round NFL talent. He's not the best that we've – I mean, he's not even close to the best that Oklahoma's had in the – in the, the last five quarterbacks, he's fifth, okay? But that still leaves him in a, in a pretty good area whenever you compare him to, to what else is going on out there. Here's the thing. He threw for 3,100 yards last year. If he throws for 38, that's going to be great. He completed 62. If he completes 68, that would be great. He threw 25 touchdowns. If he throws 30, that would be great. Like if, if Those aren't huge improvements on what he did last year, but those improvements are good enough to be the best team in the Big 12 by a, a large margin. I, uh, I want to go back and uh, revisit this offensive line scuttlebutt that you're apparently yeah. hearing, but I, I did just see something fascinating. <laughs> Harbaugh is suspended for three games this year, okay? So instead of just like what Ohio State did and saying, hey, Ryan Day, you're the head coach essentially while Urban Meyer's out, mm-hmm. listen to what Harbaugh is doing for the three games that he's out. Um, he is basically he's using different assistants as game day coach for all three games he will miss, okay? So he's using his defensive coordinator, Jesse Minter, in the season opener against East Carolina as the game day coach, okay? okay? Week two, they play UNLV. In the first half, it'll be special teams coordinator, safeties coach, Jay, Har- Jay Harbaugh, and then former Michigan running backs coach, Mike Hart, in the second half. And then in game three, it'll be his offensive coordinator, uh, Sharon Moore. Huh. So four different assistants will be the game day coach for the three games that he's out. It's fascinating. And that is that is very fascinating. What do you think that is? Do you take anything guess, from that? I, an opportunity for those guys to at least have that on their resume, that they got to be a game day coach for an entire game or at least one half. Here's, I, I don't know. I've never seen that before. I haven't either. Here's what I. Here's how I take it. And maybe this is wrong of me, but I take it as he doesn't want to give anyone three or four, whatever it is, opportunities to show that. Mm. He saw how people felt about Ryan Day after that nice little yeah. start to the season a few years ago. He's like, right. uh-uh. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. Like it's a nice little theory. Start giving someone a, a great chance at, to where they're looking at and saying, you know, you make a lot of money. We did pretty good without you, uh, which I don't think that they would do, but that's kind of how I take that. That would not shock me at all. Maybe that's Wouldn't wrong, and maybe all. it's honestly give each guy a, a, a an opportunity to do it, but I don't know. Okay, so why, uh, why are you feeling so good about this, this offensive line? Obviously, you're hearing something or seeing I just, something. I'm I'm just hearing good mm-hmm. things. I, I I'm I'm hearing you know the the coaches say that they think this this group's got uh, a chance to be really really good. I know we've heard that in the past, but you know we're going to have knock on wood all of those guys playing together for really most of the entire training camp now. And I think they're going to be playing together right out of the gate in the first game. 
we didn't have that a year ago because of the Wanye Morris stuff. And I think maybe rain was banged up a little bit in training camp too. I, I can't remember all the details, but we've got more continuity now than we've had in a long time. And not that it's a lot, but it's just, it's still more than what we've had. And we're not starting at a deficit like we did a year ago. And, Rouse, I think, is that's is, where I feel good about is the two tackles. Yeah, two your, your tackles. two tackles are are big. They're athletic. Um, I think you've got more punch, more velocity on the interior with with Savion Bird at that left guard spot. I think Raim is is looking as as good as he's looked at at Oklahoma, I believe. And we know what we're going to get from Atalier. He's just going to be he's going to be a consistent guy. He's not going to blow anyone away, but he's going to be consistent. And I think all of that makes for what could end up being a really good group. Is the offensive line close, says the 918. 405, first time an offensive line was set before five games in six years. It definitely feels I know. that way. It's crazy. It definitely feels that way. Yeah. Last year you had um, – I think did Anton Harrison play right tackle or did did Guyton play right tackle? I don't remember what it was, but it, you know we're moving people around because of uh, Wanjay Morris being out, and the interior were still kind of musical chairs trying to figure out exactly what they wanted to do there. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is the Ref. At Landers CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve. Make this the summer event with our best offers, like nine thousand dollars off twenty twenty three Jeep Grand Cherokee L, or lease a twenty twenty three Jeep Renegade for two ninety nine a month. Landers CDJR of Norman, driven to serve. Attention, all Sooner fans! Don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the twenty twenty three Oklahoma football season today. Season tickets start at four hundred dollars, and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit SoonerSports.com/commit23. That's SoonerSports.com/commit23. Or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner. At Landers CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve, and we're giving our best offers this summer, like $15,000 off a 2023 Ram 1500 or eighty-two fifty dollars off a 2023 Ram 2500. Make this the summer event at Landers CDJR of Norman. Hi, I'm Tim Lasher for my company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. We install quality York products. The award-winning York Affinity Series is Energy Star rated and features a money-saving two-stage compressor design. Plus, every Affinity system comes with a 10-year parts and labor warranty and a lifetime warranty on the compressor. Now, you don't need to tell us anybody sent you. Just call the office and ask for me. I own the company. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, 579-3113. Get up to $550 in rebates now on qualified York components at Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Calling all purse lovers and bag collectors. The high-demand Cardinals Purse Giveaway is back, and it's better than ever. On Saturday, September 2nd, 25,000 fans ages 16 and older will take home a Bush Stadium-exclusive Cardinals purse, thanks to Wells Fargo Advisors. This black handbag features a gold metal logo on the front and many upgraded compartments. Don't miss your chance to add this stylish purse to your collection. For tickets or info, visit cardinals.com promotions. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. 
Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart. Every year, more than 4 million pets enter shelters here in the United States. My friends at American Humane have been helping animals since 1877. The goal is to ensure that pets have a safe shelter, especially during natural disasters. Adopting a shelter pet allows shelters to help more animals awaiting care. Please consider adopting today and take some time to learn more about American Humane's other work at AmericanHumane.org. Rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, nine days till kickoff in Norman. Two days until we get to see live college football in action. What's the best non-con game we're going to see this year? FSU, LSU, Texas, Bama, Notre Dame, or Ohio State at Notre Dame, San Jose State at USC. What's the best non-con game? Best non-conference game. Oregon at Tech. I'm trying to think of some others. I think the... Um... Probably FSU, Louisiana State. I thought it was a standalone game. It's the only game on Sunday. That's what we've had for the past few years. But there's two others before it. But it still kind of feels like that's going to be a standalone game on that Sunday night, which yeah. which adds to adds to that game a little bit. Because I, 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 I definitely think even though LSU is going to be out its best defensive lineman, that doesn't change my pick of the game. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be awesome. I think LSU wins, but. I think it's going to be a hell of a football game in Orlando. Top 10 matchup. Um, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard to – are there any other top 10 matchups? I mean, I guess as you sit right now, USC-Notre oh, the, Dame is close. They will force Texas in the top 10 week two. So oh, they can go yeah, to Tuscaloosa yeah, yeah. as a top 10 team. That's true. Go ahead and bet on that one. That's true. And, you know, that, that – I don't know how good of a game it's going to be. It may be a great game, and Texas may win the thing. But I know it's going to be built up as if it's the Super Bowl. So there's going to be all kinds of hype around it, which is going to be awesome. It's going to make it great. Utah was a a 7.5-point favorite last week, and we brought up the injury concerns with old Cam rising. Mm -hmm. Spread is down to 5 points now. It's dropping a little bit. With all of the confusion as on uh, if he's going to play or not, that game's a week from tonight. Oh, he's going to play. 
he's got another week to get right and get healthy and they're just going to they're going to act like they're not sure and oh he's done some stuff he's we're not sure if he's going to be ready or not if they're not sure if he's going to be ready right now then and to they be got fair problems. Utah may not need Cam Rising to beat that Florida team at home but who is their backup cue I don't um I know they have Zach Wilson's little brother committed, but he's yeah he's not on campus yet. Okay, I don't know who their backup quarterback is. Let's see. By the way, that LSU Florida State line, uh, LSU minus two and a half, so under a field goal line. It was a tight I mean, game last year. It's a road year. game too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll definitely be like I think LSU fans will travel to that game, but it'll be seventy five twenty five most likely. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be hard. To- with it being seventy five twenty five, that'd be an improvement uh, after the Cheez It Bowl last year. It's more like ninety ten, and that I thing. get. I don't know how they do the ticket allotment for those mm-hmm. type of things for a regular season neutral site. Well, game. but they played in New Orleans last year, so I'm guessing. I don't know this. I'm guessing LSU season ticket holders probably got the opportunity to buy tickets in the Superdome for that game. And then same thing with uh, well, Florida State. Should they both have opportunity? Well, may, 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 I, I'm sure both do, but maybe more tickets are allotted to the quote unquote home team. Yeah, that's, that's, that may be right. Since they're, it's kind of a home and away neutral site, which is stupid. Why do that? I'll tell you. I'm just uh, peeking at lines here. How about week two? Tulane gets Ole Miss at home, and Ole Miss is a seven and a half point favorite at Tulane. Huh. I don't know what I can get a uh, money line bet on that one, but I'm I may like Tulane in that one straight up, please. Yeah, Definitely no kidding. Seven and a half. I need to I need to freshen up on Tulane. I'm not sure. All you need to know is they got Michael Pratt back. They got Pratt mm-hmm. back. I wonder how many of those defensive players they had last year are back, if any of them, because they had some dudes on defense. So, huh? That that is interesting. Ole Miss is top 25 football team. Well, to start the year, but mm-hmm. they got a ridiculous schedule this year. I think they play – I think Ole Miss is at Tulane, at Georgia, and at Alabama this year. You might check on that, but I think they're – they play on the road at three teams that played in uh, New Year's Six Bowl games last year. At Tulane, at Alabama, at Auburn. At Georgia. Jeez. At Mississippi State. Good God. What did, what did Lane Kiffin do to the schedule makers? And That's brutal. They host LSU, host Arkansas. They could, have well. a, they could have a pretty nice team, and it is six not, not going to show. Yeah, not yeah. going to show. Well, they're not going to – and I know everyone remembers how good Tulane was from a year ago, but if they lose in week two at Tulane, they're – it may be the first time that Kiffin actually gets a little bit of pushback. Uh, um, odds maker. Well, I, I mean, you think he just laughs it off? Probably. Well, you know, we're playing in New Orleans. I was about to say odds makers aren't falling for the Texas hype, but Bama, like for Bama standards, only being a seven point favorite at home is pretty small. But that's what the line is right now Bama minus seven. I wonder if that gets smaller with all the Texas hype before kickoff. I think it'll get bigger. It yes. may get smaller between now and game week, but I think it'll end up being nine, nine uh, at kickoff. It will definitely be like seven and a half. They're they're 
They're going to say that Bama wins by more than a touchdown. Drew from Flower Mount on the text line. Do y'all worry about our consistency with tackling in the secondary? Sorry, I'm just now getting to that, Drew. Yeah, sure. I worry about I worry about a little bit of everything. I, how about this? I worry less about tackling in the secondary than I do blown coverage in the secondary. I, I think we've got – we may have the best four, and if you want to count Cheetah, we may have the best five tacklers on the field at the same time in the secondary – that we've had in a really, really long time. Well, Reggie Pearson definitely helps out with that quite a bit. Pearson, um, Bowman, uh, I think Woody Washington's a good tackler. Yeah. And if it's um, if Josiah Wagner gets the other corner spot, like they got to slow him down on tackling. Is how physical that dude is. And and Harrington obviously is uh, super athletic. I mean, those guys are going to miss some tackles because they tackle in the most space. But I'm more worried about miscommunication, leaving a free runner. That's what worries me about the secondary. And I think, like, Desan McCullough, maybe he's still trying to figure some stuff out back there. Um, coverage skills, we'll see. But he's playing close to the line. Uh, like, against run support, I would feel really good about Desan McCullough. Yeah. Yeah, he's – whenever he's playing so I, Cheetah and they throw I, stuff short. I hadn't thought about it that way. They have the best four tacklers they've had in a while back there. But it kind of feels like that checks out. It, hey, I'll just tell you right now. It is going to be way more difficult to throw those little tunnels and bubbles against Oklahoma than it's been in a long time. Thank God. Because we got length and we got speed for days at the cheetah position. So, we haven't had that. 405, is Ole Miss named a starter at quarterback yet? I think he's trying to delay that as long as possible to keep keep Spencer Sanders on campus for as long as possible. And it's a hell of a tactic if you ask me. I'm Spencer, sure he'll even right there. They may start him. I yeah, they may like play him significant snaps in the first game of the year. To you know, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That Tulane game for that is a that's it, a sketchy little game, man. For Ole Miss with the rest of the schedule that they have, yeah, yeah man. And and Tulane gets Ole Miss on their home field. Like I, they they won a Cotton Bowl last year, so it's not like this is the biggest game for them in ten years or anything, but. That's the one game I'm sure Tulane has circled on its schedule this year. Yeah. Getting Ole Miss at home. What does the rest of Tulane's uh, non-con look like? Let's take a look. See if they got anyone else that got a chance to chip off. Nope. Um, Ole Miss is the is the big one for them. If they get past Ole Miss, buddy, look out. Yeah, is there anything like they were last year? They're in an American now without Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF. Yep. Their Should toughest be a nice game. Ride through the through the league. It goes Ole Miss, then it's Southern Miss, Nichols, UAB, Memphis, North Texas, Rice, East Carolina, Jeez. Tulsa, FAU, UTSA. They beat Ole Miss. They might be going back to a New Year's Six Bowl game this yep. year. Now, UTSA has has been pretty good. Memphis has good teams from from time to time. I'm interested to see what, what happens with Tulsa. I think if if nothing else, they're going to be exciting to watch on offense. They've, yeah. got an, they've got a head coach. I said offensive coordinator. They've got a head coach who's going to do some fun things. And they've got a player that's going to be extremely exciting to watch in Presley. Yep. 
Right I think there. Steve Spurrier Jr. is their offensive coordinator, right? Yeah, I think so. Good for him. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap things up next. Teddy and Tyler telling it like it is. Whether it's what you want to hear or not, every day from 2 to 6 on the home of Sooner fans. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Is your insurance premium rate rising? You need to make the call to your local neighbors at Rightway Insurance. Rightway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call, 405-607-6014, or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com, and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Do you like to stand out in a crowd while wearing the best in OU apparel? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands you can wear to work or even dress up events. Lines such as Lululemon, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Grayson, or Turtleson with the OU and Jimmy Austin logo are sure to catch everyone's eye. You don't have to be a golfer to shop at Jimmy Austin. They also do corporate special orders for you and your company. Call them today, 405-325-6716, or visit theougolfclub.com for more information. Ever wonder why someone would leave the roads they know for places they don't? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors Up. Is your favorite color neon? Then it's time to get your C on. Because summertime is LASIK time at Enjoy Vision. Save $600 on LASIK during the Summer of LASIK Savings. Schedule your free LASIK consultation at summeroflasik.com. This is where you LASIK. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality, crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. So get on board and stand up to cancer with us. To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get Advantage Miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Win the most three times a week during Apache Casino Hotel slot tournament days. 
10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Rewards members receive one free session in our slot tournament. Want another round in the tournament? Earn 200 slot points daily each tournament day to play an extra tournament session. Apache Casino Hotel, where you win the most. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Center is one of the leaders in orthopedics and podiatry surgery in the state. With six orthopedic surgeons and one podiatrist, along with on-site PT and one of the largest open MRIs in the state, they are able to diagnose, treat, and help with recovery for a wide range of injuries. With offices located across the state, they are never too far away. Give them a call at 405-364-7900 or visit them on the web at orthonorman.com for appointments or more information. Dreaming of an escape? What about a relaxing escape to your very own backyard? Signature Custom Pools can turn your dreams into reality. Signature Custom Pools creates distinctive designs to fit your perfect getaway. Call Signature Custom Pools for your free design consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com and turn your backyard into your dream escape. Final segment of the day, wrapping it up on this Thursday. Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour. Scott T. on the text line says, sorry to do this. Does Caleb Williams repeat as Heisman winner? No. I don't think so either. And it's crazy to say this for a Pac-12 team, but he has the schedule to do so. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he has the difficult schedule in the back half of the season. That to be a repeat Heisman winner, you have to outdo what you did in the previous year, which is really difficult because you're the best player in college football. But he has that opportunity with the schedule he has in front of him compared to last year. But I'm with you, man. I don't think that they're going to be good enough for him to win another Heisman this year. I think... In terms of who's going to win it, I haven't even decided on that yet. The quarterback of the team that wins the Southeastern Conference will be the Heisman Trophy winner. The Notre Dame transfer to Alabama, uh, Tyler Buckner, is going to be the uh, Heisman Trophy winner? Uh, if he's the quarterback that wins the SEC, if Milton wins the SEC, if Beck at Georgia wins the SEC. Let's give the, it to Bowers at tight end. It could be a uh, – Bama's had a quarterback win it, a running back win it, and a wide receiver win it all true. in the past, what, 12 years, I guess? Yeah. So it could be another position. Um, I I don't see anyone at – it, it's going to be difficult in the Big Ten, isn't it? I, mean, I guess – I don't know. Kenny from the 405 – or excuse me, uh, for, from the 405, Gary McCord for Heisman. Kenny from the four hundred five says Bo Nix yeah. for Heisman. I think I think Bo Nix has a chance. I mean, but they've got a brutal schedule. I don't know. I don't know who's going to do it. Um, best chance at running back, maybe the kid at Wisconsin. If their offense catches fire, um, best chance at wide receiver, the kid at Ohio State. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. for yeah. sure. I'll, I'll, a, a nice little dark horse, just because I think they're going to be pretty good this year and win their league. Maybe Kay Klubnick out there at Clemson with yeah. a new offensive coordinator. I think their offense is going to be a lot better. I don't know if I would put money on him to win, but if you're like looking for a dark horse, Kay Cl- uh, Klubnick might 
you know, now, fifty dollars throwing down. The the real best shot at at winning it is probably Drake May at North Carolina. God, I mean, dude, can I, they I beat know, ten and two and and he wins the the highs? Uh, that's just mm. he was incredible last year. Seven rushing touchdowns, thirty eight passing touchdowns, threw for forty three hundred yards. First year starter, so. That would be my my number two. Jimmy and BA just says Bowen committed. Eli Bowen just committed. Okay, I I had to check that out as we're hopping off the air here. Wow. Well, that's it for us. And if that's true, it's a good note to end on. You guys killed it on the text line. As always, you drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Let's go have an ice cold Pacifico. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app.